What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's up, dude? We have round two. Finally. And this is going to just absolutely go off the rails. (laughs) So we're going to try to sustain an hour. And we'll see what happens. We've grown like one subscriber since you were on here last time, and we lost a bunch since you were on here last time, probably because of you. But do you want to tell? <laughs> can you tell Did everybody? You really? No, no. Because well, I was just gonna say, I'm like, if you guys didn't lose them before, you're gonna lose them now. Can you for sure for sure? Can you introduce yourself to everybody? Everybody that's new here. Uh, everyone that's new here, all three of you. Uh, I am Tom Cavanaugh. Uh, I am the graphic designer that they roped into helping them do all their design stuff. And that's about it. Yeah. I think you do everything for us outside of taking our photos and editing them. That's next on the list. E- correct. Yeah. I'm so glad you're here because from the last time you were on... We got a list of things to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> In a sense. But from the last time you were on to now, <clears throat> there's been some world events that occurred which will breeze over. Which we want to get your input on all of them. When was Just I here? Kidding. It was our fifty-second episode, right? Yeah, which was when? Because it was a year ago at this point, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was a yeah. year ago at this point. So probably August or July of last year. Okay, so we're ballpark a full year. Yeah, yeah. So in that, your work has just basically morphed into a whole different world that I don't even know if you expected it to do that. Oh, no. Okay, so let's start there um, in the graphic designer world because, all joking aside, we do have a lot of random people from different states that do listen and probably haven't seen the first round with us. And if you haven't, definitely go back and watch it because, first of all, it's hysterical. But second, you can kind of get the the you know pre- to mid-panty, uh, that's short for pandemic, experience of our special guest here today. Yeah, normally we don't like to talk about the pandemic, but your 
you've evolved so much over the pandemic just because of your situation. So, like, this yeah, is the one sure. time that I do want to talk about it. Yeah. I didn't know that was a rule. We yeah. Talk well, about well, we don't like to talk about it's it because... It's like Fight Club, but <laughs> yeah, can't basically. We don't like to talk about it because if someone goes back and watches an interview of a small business, they don't want to be reminded of the pandemic every time that they watch it. So every time you watch Main Street Ice Cream, you don't want to be depressed because you lost everything that year, you know? So with you, people won't be watching this, so we want to talk about the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. If you go back and you watch the first interview, you're just going to have absolutely no value added at all, except it might be mildly funny to watch me. Right have no clue what's happening yeah with our tasting notes that was the best but anyway sorry back to on track so last year i had been furloughed from my job my full-time nine-to-five job which was difficult and i had never been unemployed before so after a couple months of sitting in a pool um collecting unemployment like everyone else was um i got really bored and messaged resurgence and messaged a couple other breweries and they hit me back eventually and you know most people when i would hit up businesses pre-pandemic and say hey do you you need help with anything they would just say sure we do and then they never get back to me but resurgence was super nice and they got back to me and gave me a shot um so i started working with them in about august and fast forward to now that has gone completely like out of control um good way of putting it yeah i mean it's it's basically taking lemons and making lemonade hold on last year during your interview you didn't work with resurgence i had just started oh okay i had just started i think i had just reached out to them so it's kind of crazy because i had just talked to resurgence a a few weeks ago i was there for a meeting and we were kind of reviewing like the, the year in review things that we had done i mean i've done if i was to ballpark between the craft beer industry that i work with in buffalo i've probably done a about 150 to almost 200 cans, which is crazy That's considering wild. the fact that I did three, three-ish cans by the time I was on the podcast last year. So that, so when you say that, you're talking 300 is you know ballpark number, different labels, oh, meaning yeah. different cans, different cans, different breweries. So to date, I work with Resurgence is is a majority of what I do, but also. Um, West Shore Brewing Company, Rusty Nickel, that one's new, um, in West Seneca, and Steelbound in Elkaville, that's a that's a new addition as well. Um, Sato Brew Pub is another new. Um, they're starting just starting to work on cans. Those are not released yet, um, but it has all oh, first line brewing company too. Mm-hmm. I can't forget them. Right. Um, and we're going to be helping Briar Brothers once they start opening their doors soon, hopefully in the next year or two. Um, so it has absolutely gone crazy with going from absolutely nothing to crazy amount of cans mm-hmm. where I'm doing, you know, two to three cans a week, if not more. I just can't fathom because that it's very similar to like a tattoo artist, but I don't think, well, I know I can't, I feel like I can speak for you on this one specific point. If we were to sit down and come up with 300 different designs for a beer can based off of some feedback that the quote-unquote client provides i would just melt and my brain would explode like i couldn't i can't fathom that you and i aren't creative though god no (laughs) it's tough i mean it's honestly like there's been points where i mean it's like trying to wring out a dry sponge 
Like when I'm you know, now that I'm back at my full time job, that's my nine to five, if not longer. And then I work nights, weekends, mornings, whenever to get all the other workload done so that everyone gets all their cans or whatever else mm-hmm. artwork, you know, T-shirt designs, social media posts like they come to me for whatever because I give them what they want. I'm usually fairly easy to work with. I'm still like I'm close enough with all of these people that they're and they know who I am and like how I operate that if they say, Hey, we want to do this one thing and it's not the best idea, I'm still going to shoot straight and be like, ah, that's kind of dumb. Let's, and everybody knows my personality that I'm just going to cut the corner because I can do the stupid thing you asked for. And if it looks dumb, you're going to say that looks dumb, Mm -hmm. but we wasted eight hours of my time and eight hours of your time that you could be brewing or printing or whatever the hell you're doing. Do you ever have a creator burnout, like where you just sit there and you're just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Hundred percent, all the time. How do you refresh it? Yeah, drink. <laughs> because a lot of on a on a like on a serious note, a lot of artists use hallucinogenics or some type of drugs. None of that. That's what I'm saying. So you're stone sober. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> yeah, like you're stone sober coming up with these insane ideas. I I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't think I'll ever understand it. Even if you tell us, like, oh, I sit down and meditate for 15 minutes, and then all of a sudden I fall asleep, and then something happens in my dreams. Like, nothing. There's no time for that. There's absolutely no time for that. <laughs> There's no time to, like, meditate or take naps or um, it's all... Use grind. Seriously. I mean, because sometimes that works. Sometimes just, like, forcing through works. Um, but it, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely tough. Cranking so, it all out. So ideas just come to you when you have a couple of drinks, or do you have to be watching something or scrolling through social media and then get ideas from that way? Uh, I'd say so. Like, let's say like seventy five percent of the time, the brewery or whoever's working with me, they come to me with an idea or a loose idea, and most of it's around the beer name. Like Resurgence, they'll come to me with their funny or kind of off the wall beer name, and then. If they have a visual idea, they'll tell me. If they don't, they'll say, do what the hell you want to do. And those are sometimes the best ones, mm-hmm. but they're also the most difficult because then I have to just pull something out of nowhere. And I have, like, a a, a large, like, Instagram saved thing and a Pinterest board and whatever to just jog creativity as I go. Um, and I don't know. So I've just been doing it that it's – it's uh, I'm just psychotic. I just keep doing it and – stuff comes out cool and some cans are better than others some are great some are not that great um does music help yeah i listen i mean i watch tv i watch i mean that's kind of my thing is when i'm working too much and my wife is mad that i'm working so much she's like you're always working i'm like well i could either make money watching netflix or i can watch netflix and not make money so let's do the other one right so there's a couple cans that you designed recently where you didn't have a graphic to go off of, and I want to bring this up because it's so funny. I'm scared. I don't remember. Where you this know, is going. well, there's there's a couple cans. One of them is the boxer. Oh my god. One of god. them was a woman or something like that. Also, so, oh my god. Yeah. So. Oh man. <laughs> so when you have to draw people, I'm already sweating. <laughs> when you have to draw people, how do you do it? Well, a couple things. I use Adobe Stock, which is a stock photo website, to try to get uh, imager- images or reference images for um, drawing people. A lot of the times, I need to do like an oddly specific pose that is not available out there. 
So I use myself. Or I use Nicole. Um, and I take weird pictures, and things happen all the time. Uh, for instance, I did a can for Resurgence called Punch-Up that they wanted a boxer. And I had the idea to do an old school. This was one of those ideas. They came to me with a first idea, and I said, I, I think it would be cooler to do, like, an old school, like, neo-traditional tattoo boxer boxing poster. They're like, cool, do it. We don't want to talk to you anymore. Um, <laughs> just shut up and do the can. So I start drawing it, and I can't find a reference image. Everybody that you find online is, like, they've got their hands down here, and I wanted a, a person punching up, like the, like the title. Couldn't find it, so I take an extremely, extremely humbling shirtless selfie um, of myself and draw from that. Obviously, add a bunch more muscles. Yeah, got to put abs in there. Got to put abs in there, a bunch of stuff. The beer doesn't help, but um, (laughs) do it, love it, think it's awesome, send it to Resurgence. They're like, looks great. Then about a couple days later, they come back to me and say, hey, uh, we ran it by some people, and they think it looks like the least athletic punch that anyone's ever thrown, ever. And I was like, hey, fuck you, dude. That's me. Oh, my. I'm the model. Did you tell him that? Yeah. What'd they say? He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. So now he's now he's afraid. Now he's afraid for whenever, like, something comes through, and he's like, hey, uh, what'd you use for the model for this one? And I'm like, Shutterstock. And he's like, okay, well, that one sucks. So as long as he knows it's not me, but there's another one. <laughs> My <laughs> wife guy. What do you got to say now? <laughs> like, um, I released uh, literally just today, the day that we're recording this, mm-hmm. uh, Resurgence released uh, Run by Fruiting, the Mrs. Doubtfire loosely related sour. And same thing. Uh, I had Nicole put on a dress. I was like, I can't find anyone doing the pose of Robin Williams in the movie. So I go into Nicole's closet, pick out a dress, and I was like, here, I need you to put this on, and I need you to act like the movie. She comes out, and she is throwing a fake tennis ball, like also the least athletic throw. Like, she's shot-putting. I'm like, yeah, that's not what, what are you doing? And I was like, give me the dress. And she's like, really? I'm like, yes. So those photos have been burned. But I had to use myself as the I'm all about this. As, as the model. I've also sent and accidentally forwarded a photo of myself drinking, taking another drinking photo to Resurgence. I was like, oh, whoops, that was a, that was a, a, a template photo. <laughs> it's just me with my cat, and I'm posing for another beer that I had to draw. Like, whoops. That's awesome. So the, this Mrs. Doubtfire one, what... Do you have to, like, toe a line between, like, not doing copyright or anything like that? Like, how does that work? Yeah, we always got to try not to get sued. Yeah. Because we're, I, I mean. I feel like that's the name of the game. Yeah, everybody's, everybody does, like, kind of parody things. Um, and it's just try not to directly rip um, logos or direct imagery. That's why it's, like, if I use my own photo, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, if we, as long as we're not using direct imagery from the movie or anything like that, we're okay. Interesting. That's wild, trying to fathom where that line sits. Just because it's been 2,021 years. So, I mean, how much originality are you really going to come up with at this point? Everything, I feel like, has been done mm-hmm. to some degree. I don't even know how it's possible because of the quantity that I've done on my own, and I have to run into this all the time. So every brewery across the entire United States and world that does, you know, they crank out, I mean, Resurgence alone, they crank out, I don't know, eight eight beers a month yeah. at minimum. 
Yeah, that's ridiculous. So you you mastered resurgence <laughs> at the start of the pandemic, and you got that gig. The other breweries that you've worked with since then, has that been you reaching out to them to get more work because you were still bored, or was that them coming to you again um, to try to find you now that they knew that you worked with resurgence? Little of both. Um, like I messaged First Line right around the same time because they were just opening or just about to open during the pandemic. Crazy time to open a brewery, mm-hmm. but good for those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rusty Nickel reached out to me based on their relationship with West Shore. Um, because at this time, I, I was, before I got my job back, I was working full time doing beer stuff mm-hmm. yeah like freelancing yeah it was it was crazy so there was a full-time workload of cans um so it's been a little of both have you ever had a conflict of interest between breweries where they're like oh you're we asked you already to do a blueberry beer and now you're working with them for a blueberry beer or something like that no it's funny no. i always have to shut my mouth because <laughs> like i one i just i everyone's so nice everyone's been so like great to me and you know they've they've you know each brewery and each person that i have contact with have their own personalities and they and they do things a different way so i'm always trying to be respectful of like what they do and what's best for their brewery so if you know if one one brewery is doing a blueberry beer and i've already done the can for it i'm not telling the next brewery hey they're also doing a blueberry beer i'm just going to shut up i'm going to do like i always have to try to make sure that i'm doing totally different illustration styles which is tough um illustration styles across each brewery so that if you see it on a shelf, you're not, like, from the front, it looks like a resurgence cans, but it ends up being a first-line can. Those are things that are kind of tough, but we've made it so that each label has their own distinct look, their own distinct fonts, their own distinct colors, and all that stuff. Is that difficult for you? Because you have a style yourself when you design this stuff, right? Like, you're when you go to resurgence, I feel like just knowing you personally, you have more of a style and a creative mind that mirrors with resurgence, I, I feel like. And when you're going to something like First Line, maybe, or Rusty Nickel, it's not necessarily your style, but you make it work. So how do you do that? Um, it's a re- it's kind of refreshing okay. to like because if I do, that's where you have creative burnout. If I have, I don't know, if I do all the exact same style across mm-hmm. however many breweries, I am 100% going to burn out way faster. But if I get to do something totally different and turn off one side of my brain and do something different, like Rusty Nickel, they use more of a like a pen and ink style illustration in their cans so sometimes i have to you know find different assets to put on their cans or or, you know use a totally different style those it's it's difficult but it works and it 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 all kind of comes together are there certain breweries out there in the buffalo area that haven't reached out to you and you're like why haven't you reached out yet no, I mean, absolutely not. Really? I, I am so tapped out. I am so like, if I take on another brewery, I think I think my wife, I think I'm going to end up on 2020. <laughs> I think she's going to hurt me. This is a note to everyone that she will hurt me. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the recording, so we have it as evidence. Yes, she. Uh, I'll be end up, I'll be at the bottom of Cass Creek or something. <laughs> yeah, sure. it's a future forensic files I'm, episode. I'm sure she's going to love this conversation. So, how does? <laughs> In regards to products that you work with, a lot of it is beer heavy, like 95% beer. Mm-hmm. So when we ask you for things, it, does that kind of like center you or bring you back into a different world where you can shut off your side of the brain just because you're focused on a different glass? Depends on how sad I am that day. <laughs> 
<laughs> some days are good days. Some days, some days are not. And if you ask me when I've already had like 11 text messages from different people that say, hey, I totally forgot about this, but I need this can tomorrow, then I might cry a little bit and then do your can, your your <laughs> label. But, I mean, you guys had a, a different timeline on yeah. your, your label, which was 11 months ago. Yeah, we're also like extremely type A, where we're like, hey, so we're doing this, but we need a label in like three four to five months is that okay and you're like yes thank you yeah, <laughs> like, really. thank goodness you're giving me that much <laughs> yeah. time because then i can actually like prioritize you know what i mean so speaking of how is that process are you able to prioritize between is it all just like first come first serve or are there like emergencies that come in like you were saying with hey i need this in a day so there's always emergencies <laughs> um i try to prioritize like i had to get an app where I say, okay, here's all the different companies I work with. Here's their project list. Here's the upcoming cans. Here's like whatever. And then like any other, because there are side projects that are not beer that come in um, every once in a while that I have to do and, and jam in. But it never, it never fails. Once a week, somebody comes in and goes, holy shit, we forgot. We have this run that we never told you about and uh, we need it now. I'm like now? I'm like, yep, right now. I'm like, okay, cool. So it, it's just, I've gotten very good at being fast at designing. So it's like, all right, I'm going to need to crank out this really, really quick illustration and throw a type together. And here you go. And they get what they want. Mm -hmm. For the most part, people are pretty happy. Like, I mean, you guys were incredible with the label. It was like, I did the label and you're like, that's good. (laughs) That's how it was with the shirts, right? You just threw out the slogan of the shirt that Mike's wearing. That one was Tom got drunk and and was just like, (laughs) what if we said whiskey makes it better on the front of the shirts? Because you came up with some dumb tagline. I was like, that's that's another example. I'm like, dude, that sucks. Well, even today, we just, or the other day, we asked you about creating a graphic for us for our uh, tasting events that we want to start doing. And you just threw down <laughs> some hilarious bullet points at first, <laughs> but you came back and like helped us out because again we're not creative whatsoever. No, and it was so funny. We need all the help that we can get. Derek sent it to me. He's like thoughts, and I was like, "Can we not change it?" <laughs> My response literally was perfect. And then I was like, "Okay, I can't. Yeah, right. We have to. We have to change yeah, it." But I, I don't want to. <laughs> you might get some. You might get some clients that way. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so when you first started this. What was your first reaction when you saw somebody like drinking a beer that had your design on it? Were you excited or were you just like, thank God it's out there? Did you also, in addition to that, did you want to walk up to them and be like, by the way, I designed that? Or did you I'm like, here. did you not? <laughs> you must have felt that way. Uh, it is definitely really cool. Like, in, <laughs> in general, like seeing anything that you do out in public yeah. is kind of cool. Um, I've been like that since I've been a designer, but it's way more public now because it's resurgence. Uh, well, that and everybody. It's like uh, if I walk into consumers, like my neighborhood consumers, it's like two blocks from my house. Like I do feel like a celebrity sometimes because I walk in and, and I'll just grab the thing that I design because I'm a homer and I'll buy you know the thing <laughs> that I design. Um, and then the kid at the counter is like, "Oh, oh that, that beer is really good." Whatever. Like every once in a while, he'll say like, "Oh, I really like that can." Because the kids at consumers are like, they can't drink, but they're like, I like this yeah, can. Yeah. And I was like, I know you're drinking it, you liar. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, I designed this. And they're like, oh, really? And I was like, for like a f- split second, I feel cool. And I'm like, all right, I need to stop this. <laughs> I need to stop. But it, like people come up to me, like people that I know, they'll say, hey, like we saw your stuff on Instagram. Because my Instagram account has kind of blown up a little bit since the whole beer thing like yeah I've, you don't got to rub that in we'll just we'll just keep going you guys have more followers than me now but it's <laughs> fine um 
Yeah, but it, it was, like, people that I run into now that, like, we're back and, like, seeing humans again. Like, they'll say, hey, like, we saw your stuff. We love it so much. Or, like, you know, so-and-so, my friend, my friend follows you. And, like, they're always, like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Because I never had that before. Like, people would look at my design stuff and be like, cool designs. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't care about the <clears throat> stupid thing that I was doing previously. But now it's something relevant to, like, you can go into Resurgent, or you can go into Resurgent, you can go to Consumers, you can go to Wegmans and see the stuff that I made and buy it and be like, oh, I, I know the guy that did that. Yeah. So, kind of speaking on that, before you got into beers, you were doing really whatever came across your table for freelance. Now, you, especially during the pandemic, you didn't really have time, and now that you're back to work, you really don't have time. So, are you still taking on new people that want design stuff, or are you kind of just like... Get out of my way. I have way too much to do. I'm a masochist, so I'll take whatever. <laughs> um, unless it's something really stupid. Um, sorry. Define to the, really stupid. Sorry to the people that I've turned away. Yeah, don't be don't be specific about it, but what wouldn't you do? I don't know. There's just some things that either the person Whiskey comes... companies. No, it's just like sometimes the only thing that's always a turn off is when the person comes to me and the first question is how much do you charge? Sure. That's like my biggest turn off to it. Um you would never ask your I mean you probably would but you'd never ask a tattoo artist like that's the first question you go to that tattoo artist because you like their work and you want that you want it on your body forever you come to me because you're running a company and you want my designs to represent your company if you're concerned about money go you can go on Fiverr and go get a logo or whatever for five dollars like that's fine you go get a website you know for cheap you can go to those people and do it like I, I'm never going to stop you. I'm never going to beg you. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Now, has anybody asked you between like friends and family, or potentially like a client that asked you on the side for like his personal stuff to design a tattoo for them, and then you said no because you're like you're like I'm not a tattoo artist and I don't even know how that like my design would translate to a tattoo oh, all the time. Yeah, okay. Pe- yeah, people definitely have asked me. I mean, since I was in art college, they'll be like, "Can you draw this for me? We, we like how you draw." And it's like, yeah, I, like I'm flattered. Thank you, but like, go find an artist that does cool stuff and go to them. Like, because if you if you came to me with a design and said, "Make this a vector for my." company like if you came to me with your logo and it was drawn in, in, in like a jpeg format like just on a i don't know something i'm talking things that people don't care about but <laughs> if you came to me with your logo pre-existing and said just make this logo make it exactly the way it is i'd be like no right why because i'm going to do it differently hopefully better um so i would yeah never that's that also interesting because it's like why would you reinvent the wheel mm-hmm. like you're a graphic designer like you would come up with something original you know what i mean would you ever approach a business and be like listen your logo sucks and oh i did that all the time can you talk about that yeah i mean that's how <laughs> i started with design like right out of college because no one would give you it's like the whole like um you got to break in yeah when everyone says like well you need experience i was like well how the hell do i get experience if no one will give me experience mm-hmm. so i did a lot of ran like going to random businesses uh, i was working as a salesperson for a newspaper company and i would go to random businesses with that sales company and they'd say i, I don't have a logo i don't have whatever or i did have a logo and i would say hey kind of blows like it, it's it's not great at, and like what if you or i still do this to this day is i'll just not tell them and i'll do something different and present it to them and say what do you guys think like hey i did this for your company what do you think and and Sometimes you you run the risk of offending someone. It's like, hey, my my grandmother did this and she passed away, and it's like, oh my god, I'm gonna kill myself now. <laughs> <laughs> or my wife did it, and you don't want to offend their wife, yeah. but like, 
you shoot your shot. Like who, who the hell who the hell cares? Because if you don't get their business, then you move on. Good for them. They can keep their stuff, and I'll go to the next business and try to not offend them. Sure. Is there any design thing that you see out in the world that you just is a big pet peeve and you start cringing every time you see it, or or that you're obsessed with? Every time I walk, every time I go through East Aurora. Oh really? Oh man, that. And it's required there. Yeah, it's so weird. We fight about it all the time. <laughs> like in the design community, like there's some people like I, our mutual friend that we play frisbee golf with. He loves it. Loves that the, really? the, the East Aurora has a branded font that every business has to use regardless. Is it an East Aurora specific font or is it a font that they're just like we want this throughout it's the whole a, time? It's it's related to the Roycroft family. Oh, okay. So it's like an um uh, I can't remember the I can't remember the yeah, yeah. exact like time period but it's a font for the Roycroft family that everyone has to use across every business no matter what the hell you are in East Aurora if you're a strip club or you're a bar <laughs> or you're like a bakery is that just everyone's got to use the Roycroft strip club font because <laughs> we don't <laughs> the employer my employer doesn't use that font and no. they're in East Aurora oh they probably get fined probably but that's fascinating because I you do see it literally yeah, everywhere it, it is a required like it's a law mm-hmm that's weird. So you don't like it? Yeah, some some guy in like a horse-drawn carriage just comes by and cuts your tires if you don't do it. Probably. <laughs> do other towns have that? For some reason, I thought Williamsville had something similar where it has to be... No, you're, basically, like, you just have to pay an, an exorbitant amount in, in property tax, and then you have to have a bill in your family. I think those are the prereqs to live in Williamsville. In Cheektowaga, if you don't write in, like, if you don't have a meth head and just, like, spray paint on your business. Yes. That or a pink flamingo. Yeah. I thought for sure that something in Williamsville or something had the same, or Clarence or something like that. I don't get service out here, whatever. Phone's gonna die anyway, but... Um, you don't that, need a yeah, cool no, story there. That, it's really weird. <laughs> your entire inner circle's here, and then your feet Beyonce is like five feet that way. Actually, she's working tonight, so she's not here. Whatever. She's anyway, out there grinding. Yeah. She's she's having everyone just across the United States just super fit while we're just slamming beers. Yeah, and, hell yeah. Yeah, everything's Absolutely. fine. So what is your favorite label that you've made? Do you have one that sticks out at you oh that you God. just love? Okay, so it's not the best design label I've ever done, but the Circle the Wagons one went absolutely nuts. That one's really cool. That one, I thought it was cool. Uh, it's just based off of the Bills away jerseys and the Color Rush jerseys, and it, I, I don't know how Resurgence does it, but they brew something once and they send it to market. And if, I mean, it was the, the Bill seasons, however many months, they ran out of it. They, I think they had to rebrew it eight different times, which was unheard wow. of. And they sold so much of it, and then it was so cool. That's like what we kind of talked about a minute ago. It's so cool when people tag resurgence in their instagram stories of them drinking that on game days and i'm like that's my can like mm-hmm. and i'll just sit there on the couch we were watching all all pandemic i watched every bills game with my dad and i would just sit there and i would just tap through the story and show my dad and be like that's my can that's my can and it is that was like a super super like proud papa moment mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think what other cool cans i've done there's been just a bunch of fun ones that i've done like anything that i get to do that's different i can't even think do you feel how do i phrase this like here we go be not happy putting your label on a can where the beer sucks like the beer quality isn't good because then you're kind of helping promote a beer that's not good not saying any local breweries have that but when you buy a can sometimes you buy it based off a label and if you crack it open 
you know that you'd hate it because it's not a good beer. Have you ever done that before? Um. Well, one, it's my name's not on it, right? But um, I don't know. I got paid either way, sure. so it doesn't matter. I mean, we. I think we had this conversation. With, I forget who I had this conversation with, but there's no bad beer, really. Mm-hmm. There's just varying degrees of beer because if you, if. Uh, if you sit down with any of the people that brew in Buffalo, and they do this, they do that beer geeks mm-hmm. where they can do a takeover and they will brew their own beer with a local brewery, and they come away with a new appreciation for beer and how much fucking work goes mm-hmm. into it. And I think it's super interesting because I didn't understand anything before I, I started working with these people. And it's like, it's so cool to me and so interesting like each person is so prideful in their own business and it's i don't it just makes it makes me feel good that i get to be part of it um like i got to walk through steelbound with bill um and he got to show me his distillery and his brewery and it's like willy wonka's fucking chocolate factory (laughs) and it's so cool and just to see the smile on his face it's just cool yeah i think you're in the perfect city too though just realistically i don't I couldn't name more than three beers that I don't necessarily am fanboying over, but they're also not bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know if our city produces bad beer. Same yeah. with food. It's just beer types that you don't like. Exactly. Yeah. and it's But it, to your point, there's really no bad beer. It's tough to find one in the city. So for you to work with all these different people and then having that experience with the business owners, it just kind of adds to it. But then you can also kind of use their passion to develop the labels that are going to be used on their cans. Because you can kind of tie some of that energy into it where you're like, okay, I know this person's personality. I know kind of like what I can and cannot get away with. Why don't we try this and then see if it sticks? And then more times than not, it does. Mm-hmm. But to the the Circle of the Wagons label, you had uh, – is that the same label as the game-winning plays or is that a separate label? That's the same one. Same label, yeah, where it's like X's and O's. Yeah. It wasn't actually game-winning plays. I made it all up because we were trying to do it, and it didn't work for the design. So That's, that's right. That's, that's what happened. That's your little backdoor secret thing. Ooh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Little. So that, th- I mean, you can't lose in that. During Bill season, releasing a Bill's mm-hmm. branded can from Resurgence, like everybody just fanboys and fangirls over Resurgence beer, but... Yeah, I, that's so awesome. And everybody, no pun intended, jumps on the bandwagon mm-hmm. um, because I mean, it's it's. What else are you gonna do on a Sunday? Well, that and it's it's seasonal, so everyone's doing it. Like right now, I'm doing everyone's Bills beer for this season. Sure. Um, if you don't already have, like, Resurgence is already re-releasing Circle of Wagons. They don't need a new label. They already yep. have that one from last year, and whoever designed it did a good job because it fucking kicks ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we have you know new labels coming from every brewery bills related with it being bills related do you have to talk to the bills to get permission to use their logo or anything or do you not use the logo no logos okay. as long as i mean you can keep the colors and keep the phrases i think we ran into some issues not like legal issues but like we had to be careful with our sabers beer because we did a almost identical can to circle the wagons for the saber season which didn't go as well because sabers don't do as well as the bills <laughs> that's another story um you just have to be careful about what's trademark, what's not, mm-hmm. and try not to get sued. Yeah, I mean, you can't really go wrong with red, white, and blue, mm-hmm. especially in this country. True, yeah. America. That's right. That's right. Do a lot of America for first line. Yeah. Which is incredible. So kind of speaking on that, how is that transition from, like, free reign, yay, Buffalo, to 
hard knocks like blue line and then American pride with like this backing of this kind of rah-rah but also <clears throat> hardcore vibe that they kind of give in their labels where you hold it and you're like damn this is freedom you know what I mean um, there's aren't like super freaking hard nose and like and whatever like they have the American Eagle literally sprawled out across their can. It's glorious. It's <laughs> fucking sick, and I yeah, get it. Yeah. Um, and when you hold it, you gain like 15 horsepower in your car. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, they're so the the dudes that run first line are super cool. They are just like us. They are flying by the seat of their pants <laughs> yeah. at any given at any given moment. I love those guys. Um. But they're they're also pretty open to stuff. Like they'll come at me with um, ideas. I get this. I just want to see their faces, but they'll text me and be like Tommy, and then like three dots because they're just afraid of what I'm gonna say back. Because <laughs> I know that when followed by that Tommy text is gonna be a weird idea that I'm gonna have to kind of like talk them off the ledge a little bit. Like, like what? What would they say? I don't know. It's always like, can we have like an American <laughs> Eagle wrapped in a flag, flying a fighter jet, like covered in red, white, and blue paint. I'm obsessed like, with, with with Trump like on one wing and like like Obama on the other to like both people. I don't know. It's just like the crazy and like Eagles Talons wings like uh, as nipple tassels like just like weird shit. That's what they want. And I'm like, all right, can we like all right, can we like ease on the nipple tassels first? All right. I don't think it's needed. No one's gonna notice it on the can. They're like, all right, that's important. We need that. But like that's sort of how we uh, and I'll just or my favorite thing and the most stressful thing that I do, they'll say, We need a can and here's what we th- we wanna do, and I will say, Okay, and I won't do that at all and I'll just roll the dice. And send them something and be like, hope you like it. And then I'll turn my phone off and go cry for a little bit and then come back and be like, please, God, please, God, please, God. And, I don't know, 60% of the time they like it. And that's with everybody. I do that with everybody. Yeah. Like, your idea is not that great. I'm going to do something different. Do you ever pass people off to somebody else? Like, I don't have time to do this or maybe my style doesn't fit this right and I'm going to give it to someone else? Um, Not usually because I like money more than I like happiness. <laughs> um, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love money, um, but hey, pandemic sucked. Everyone mm-hmm. lost money, but um, uh, there was there's a an illustrator that I ran across uh, during the pandemic that he is super cool and does really cool stuff. So every once in a while, if something is absolutely not my style, I'll send stuff to him. Or I've had the instance. There was another brewery that I forgot to mention that I no longer work with but worked with for a long time is 450 North in Indiana. They are crazy, and they do... Enough. How did you come across them? Briar Brothers. Oh, really? Yeah, Dylan Dylan hit me up and said, hey, this brewery is looking for a designer. And I was like, okay. So I went through the whole... It was a crazy process. Like, I had to go through an interview process to start working with them. And I didn't understand the just vast amount of beer that they create and the impact that they have. But people here are obsessed with their beer really yeah because i still see like i'll see posts uh some of the 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 like bottle shops and stuff that they'll have 450 north and people are commenting they're like i'm going there right now oh wow yeah it's like and it's like smoothie style beer but it's like Mm. uh, it's almost like a um you know like supreme is with like brand Mm -hmm. it's like the supreme of beer like the beer might not be that great i've never had it so it could be amazing but they 
They just it, have a cult it's, following. It's a cult following, yeah. and if you have the can, like it's an Instagram flex. Oh, okay. So they would post like whenever they would drop because they would drop like freaking fifteen cans uh, every four or five weeks, which was unbelievable. Wow. They dropped so many cans every f- so many weeks, and there would be a line from their like drop point, like I don't know, like a hundred cars lined up to get their stuff on drop day, which is there's nobody here in Buffalo right. that. You've become you know, close. That, you know what I mean? Like, people line up for froth. Sure. Um, I'm sure there's other people that people, like, line up to get their beer here, but, like... People lined up at first line, but that was before their new equipment. That was when they made beer in a bathtub, and, like, yeah. you know, they only had, like, enough for, like, six four-packs. Right. Um, but, yeah, that was that was crazy. I had That one I had to split with my buddy, um, and actually a third person at some point, because there was just too many cans. I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm losing my mind. I can't do this. I'm going to cry. That's not so. You can't. met this new kid through the 450, and then you just been you passed him something. Yeah, he he yeah. he doesn't. I don't even know where the hell he lives. He lives somewhere else. But very rarely do I pass things. There's a long way to go to be like, no, I don't give any work away. Right. So you've also done podcasts, like just outside of ours. You've done other podcasts. I was like, have I? Yeah. I forget constantly. I know. Somebody really. asked I'm me like at work. Reminding you Somebody asked me at work today. They're like, "Hey, did you do this logo?" I was like, "No. What are you talking about?" And I looked down. I was like, "Yeah, I did that." <laughs> like, oh shit! Like, I just do too much shit. That I'm like, my brain is like, "All right, throw in the trash bin. We're done. Right. Never going to touch this again." What other podcasts have you done? Uh, you were cheating on us, so sorry, we, we got to clarify. I'm sorry. <clears throat> no free shout-outs, uh, by the way, on this other podcast. Know? No, I don't know. That's why I'm asking questions, oh. Dariq. Oh, so I don't watch your videos on YouTube, and you don't follow my Instagram page. I do follow your Instagram page. Clearly not. The issue is I follow, like, 980 of them, so they get buried. Mm, well. He's making excuses. There's yeah. algorithms. You're dead to me. At least Tom says, no, I don't watch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm straight up. <laughs> I follow for support. I'm not a liar. It's not my fault the algorithm doesn't put you on top. Ouch. We're going to have to talk wrong. to some people over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Talk to Big Tech. But, um... Oh, yeah. Podcast. Yes. <laughs> a, what a, other podcast have you been on? mild stroke there. Um, <laughs> what the hell's the name? Oh, After the Snap Pod. That was crazy. That's through First Line. Yeah. The boys at First Line introduced me to Reed Ferguson yep. from the Bills and his brother, Blake. They started a podcast... Um, you worked with them on their logo. Yep, I worked with them okay. on their logo and like some little social graphics and stuff. So that was like a f- super fun project. Like, who, like I would have never been like, I'm gonna work with a Buffalo Bill. Mm-hmm. Like, that that was fun. I mean, that was just like, hey, we need you to just draw the two of us and do cool type around it. So I didn't do anything groundbreaking, but it was cool. Well, Reed, if you ever need content, let us know because yeah. we would love to be on your pod since you are on ours. And we don't no know anything about football, so we wouldn't be very good guests on his. What are you talking about? We know stuff. Talking about long snapping? You and I have no idea about long snapping. Uh, correct, about the position, but we know enough about the game to have an entertaining conversation with him. Debatable. But, uh, so, th- th- it's a pretty cool that's a pretty cool opportunity. Who else, Tom? Who no, else? that's it. I that's was going to say, that's probably it. I think, right? You were going to do first lines, and that's the one that you passed to the dude. I see you 17 yes. times a week, so I know too much more about your life, probably more than you do. Yeah, I'll see you in six hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you were going to do first lines, and then you pass it off. But you also done different graphics for first line, too, like Shane's or Mikey's wedding. One of them, you did a graphic for a can for the thingamajig. That was Shane's proposal to mikey to be his best man oh right yeah, yeah that yeah. was that was cool um and then i did all of shane's like uh groomsman gifts 
he did a special can for them. And then Mikey, Mikey wanted me to draw him for his wedding, and that's when I passed it back off to the illustrator guy. I was like, ah, I can't, which ended up being also funny. Just the the first draft looked like Mikey hadn't slept in 11 days. Um, it was, which which it was is cool. fair because they barely slept to get yeah. first line off the ground. They still don't. They're just cra- they're just I know crazy psycho dudes. They're still just asking me. They're like, "What do you think about this project?" And I'm like, "Do you guys just have infinite money and just you just never need to sleep?" And they're like, "Yep." <laughs> Would you ever want to learn how to brew beer? I think it'd be cool. I'm just not like anything that's. I feel like brewing is like baking, and like you need to be exact with like your measurements and stuff. I have no fucking clue because it might not be. You yeah. might just be like a little bit of dash of this <laughs> and a dash of that because that's how I cook. I'm like I'm not. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Here's a little bit of salt and a little bit of whatever. A lot of bakers will tell you you don't have to be exact when baking. Cooking, on the other hand, you do have to be exact. Bullshit. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> have you ever cooked Every- in your life? <laughs> yeah. So now you that's three. That's three things: cooking, baking, and brewing. You don't have to be exact. Over. Okay, in my household, Colleen 1,000% is the cook. Okay, clearly. However. I could have told you that, I you still, I still, co- I can cook. <laughs> I've cooked her some meals. We'll talk afterwards. We'll taste. All right, we're going to do, a, we're gonna do a, a chopped episode, part two. That'd be fun. Mike in the kitchen, me and you judging. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, with all the fire extinguishers. And then all of us get food poisoning and die. Yeah. What, what could we do a TV show of, like the three of us? Existing. That would a reality TV would be enough content for a TV series. Asking Tom, asking Tom questions that no one in the entire world cares about. <laughs> True. That's what we're doing now. Yeah, I was gonna say, is that like a direct insult? <laughs> Love it. It's, it's a self burn. <laughs> it's funny. So you would learn how to brew. Yeah. Um, would you ever like? Is this whole thing that you're building right now in works to do this? like full time and to like leave the nine to five grind or will you do you feel like you always are a person that wants that nine to five structure and to do this on the side health insurance yeah i was gonna say have you ever heard of the (laughs) 401k (laughs) um yeah health insurance 401k um yeah i don't know nicole's a teacher so health insurance is cool when you're married to a teacher but yeah right um no i i love i love my team that's the thing like like no matter where i go i love having a design team like even if it's one one other person to bounce stuff off of because I get lonely, I get bored. Like during the pandemic, I never was someone that like was depressed. I got like real down because I would just be by myself with my two cats and just like drawing stuff. And it's like, okay, you would think that me sitting there drawing a leprechaun, like watching Netflix would be happy, but it's it was like kind of bummed because I would be by myself for, you know, eight to 12 hours a day. Yeah with nowhere to go and nothing to do so like i love my team and there's like people to talk to and and bounce things off of and like i have a pretty good community of other designers that um i can if i'm in a rut i can send things to someone and say hey like what do you think about this like ah, what i did here it's close but it it needs some love Mm -hmm. what do you think and they'll send back like their honest opinions because we do it together all the time and that's that's like the best the best thing that i've formed so Long term, do you ever think you would get to a point where you would have like an apprentice? I think about it all the time. Yeah, like I feel like if it took another step, I might have to have like another person as like a just to help, just to pitch in. There was a point during the pandemic that you were almost at that point. Like if your full time job never came back, I feel like you would have took that leap because you were so busy and you made good money off of it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because I'm still doing, like, the workload's a little less than it was um, because people were so, like, when 
restaurants still weren't open, that was like the main source of revenue for a lot of these breweries was canning because we couldn't, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, a lot of these places you're not going, like you're not going to first line for takeout. Right. Because um, they didn't have any food options at the time. So their only source of income for their brewery was canning. Uh, but now they have food, they have their tap room. And so like they're not necessarily so focused on canning for revenue purposes. Um, so it's not as busy now, but I don't know. It would have to take like a huge step for me to really, really think about adding another human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you want to be in charge of somebody? Oh my god, that would be so funny! You sitting there, hello, human, welcome to work. <laughs> I don't know, like I, I don't know. I worked with Colin for a while on, like he helped me. He helped me so much with the 450 stuff, and like we, like, are you allowed to say that? They won't watch this. They uh, listen. What are they going to fire me? <laughs> we can we can bleep it. It's not a big deal. Don't bleep it. Who cares? Uh, all right, go build. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like he helped me so much with like my overflow of when I physically couldn't do 15 cans. I mean, if you gave the final approval, yeah, into facto, I'm your boss. Yeah. That's how it works. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, it was just, like, a back and forth where we would say, like, hey, like, this fits more with what they're doing. Like, I don't know. I'm not, like, a crazy, like, hard-ass when it comes to, like, it has to be this way or Mm -hmm. not. Like, design subjective. Like, I may not think it's amazing, but somebody else might, so who gives a shit? You know, what's in the beer? I don't care. Right. That's pretty cool. So... We have to talk about what we have in front of us here. You're not drinking it because you're not a whiskey person, but we finally have a sample of our Can three I try cord. It? Yeah, absolutely. You want to try it? Why not? Let me make a face for the for the. Oh God! It's I hope fine. it spills. We're married, basically. Um, so we worked with three cord. Yeah, I know it's hot. Small too. sip, dude. Yeah. It's one eighteen point two proof. I don't know what that means. It's very. So your um, your beer right now is what five percent. Yeah, it's hot. Holy shit. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> so your beer is like 5%. Six, six and a half. What's six and a half. IPA, bro? Yeah, this is, help, me with, help me with the math, 59.1%. Holy God. Yeah, it's hot. That's a thickum. Oh, my but God. But, yeah, so we it's finally. Good for you. I like how yeah. it tastes, though. Yeah, right? So, as, good? As, okay, as someone who doesn't drink that ever, it's burning. <laughs> I'm dying. It's inside. burning, but it's like it like it has like a pleasant taste yeah. like on the front. Yeah, well good. That's good to hear. What so are you, what are you tasting? Or, tasting nose round two. What are you tasting on this? Caramel. And nice. Look at that, dude. And sadness. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, caramel is a really good call. Yeah, caramel's basically up front loading your mouth and palate and you need a chaser and that's okay everything is fine it again 118 point caramel and watermelon might not be bad caramel watermelon there you go yeah that's a wild so yeah this is our bottle that we worked with record to make our single barrel on we are waiting on the actual product to be ready in stores because they are actually experiencing a bottle shortage right now so we're experiencing kind of a setback but we're looking at around an end of october time frame so it's coming but we do have the sample here it's very good if you want to hear more about it we're going to be doing a wednesday whisk review coming up and when you pick up the bottle that time to tom designed the label for which we're going to talk about now there's going to be a qr code on the back where you can scan it and that will bring you to our wednesday whisk review of the actual whiskey itself so it's going to be a really cool experience tom designed the label and i want to hear a little bit more about this label but he's taking his headphones off and he's done for the day Getting another beer. Oh, get another beer. No. Good for you, man. I Crush like that. it. <clears throat> so when you created our label, one, 
You asked me some questions I had no idea the answers for. And I, I don't know what those questions were. What Die me. cut label oh, that was a number bad. thing. Eh. Uh, you asked me oh about God. verbiage that I just looked at the label and I still didn't provide you with verbiage, so it still has a warm <laughs> if some on there. What a failure. I know, really. But when you were creating this, was it different than creating a beer from like a I have to kind of do something different or was it more just the style difference between Mike and I and Resurgence? Very quickly. Jesus, you're I just want to say all with the double questions today. When it's not a double question, it's a point so that you <laughs> understand somewhat of the back end that Derek and I go through. Derek will say something to you, you will reciprocate with a question of like A, B, and C. Derek will ask me because you basically put the ball back in our court. And everything starts on fire because I'm like, hold on, like, what do you mean? And then it boils down to, like, just give me your opinion on A, B, and C. And I'm like, okay, A, B, and C, and then send it back, and then we send it to you. And then for some odd reason, it works out. So I don't understand how it goes from this across the table to what you produce. We're totally fine with it because we've had... Are you going to make it? You're oh, having I'm a sorry. conip shit with your oh glasses God. and headphones. Oh. So we worked with happening? a lot of our, like, close circle. So, like, that the BHH the BHH Housewives, um, Mega Fan, and then, you know, like, close friends and family. And we're like, what do you think of this label? Do you like it? Mega Fan? Yeah, Mega Fan. You'll meet him on Saturday. I'm excited. And I'm so excited. He's from Long Island. The Long Island? Long Island. <laughs> the longest island. And every every bit of feedback that we've came back with from other people, not us, is that's really, like, elegant. It's classy. It's beautiful. Those are, like, legitimately the first three comments I that people say. I know you're talking say, about me, but what about the label? <laughs> well, you know, it, nah, that label will work. That's nice. But, yeah, so it's, it's honestly really cool about how this whole thing um, developed. But were you, like, nine beers in or... Like, how did this whole thing come about? Because the color scheme fits, and then it just... There's a lot of nice, like, small touches that people don't realize that are in there until they get the physical bottle. It's funny, because I'd have to look at it, because I don't remember what small touches are in there. It's just funny, like, when you guys are like... This is our life, Derek, so... Derek reaches out to you, and then you reach back out with a question. I'm like, because you guys reach out to me like I have any fucking clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> True. I'm, I'm figuring shit out just at the same point everyone else is. You know what I mean? Like, I, I have no clue. <clears throat> I am doing the best that I can. Yeah, but so you're design sarcasm, man. Yeah, so, I mean, I can fake it for the most part, but <laughs> when I'm asking a question, it's like, okay, like, thanks for the start to this, but, like, yeah. I need you to answer these three questions before I can, like, mildly begin designing. Like, what do you want it to look like? What is it supposed to say? Like, what has to go on this label? Those are all the questions I was like, I don't fucking know. Like, what? So, can I be honest with you really quick? This is one of my internal struggles that I have with you, because when you and I first talked, you said, I don't like it when people tell me what to do, because I'm the designer. Give me the creative freedom to do it. So I'll tell you something. Like, Tom, can you design this? And then you come back with me. What do you want on it? I'm like, this, is, this isn't the script. I need, I need to let you do it. Do it. I know. You're going to yell at me before we start lifting in the morning. I know, but I can move I can move the, the cursor around on the shit and make it look pretty. But True. if I don't know what the hell it's supposed to say, you're going to get back a graphic that says, like, get hammered. Okay, so, so basically... We need to give you a speedometer, and you'll move the needle. But basically, like, okay. we need a label. Here's the specs from the place. 
it needs to be you know this tall by this wide, and it needs to have these five things that it has to say on yeah. it. Then run wild. Okay. That's what I need. We got you guys are like point. we need yeah. we need we need a label. Like, <laughs> for what are you guys partnering yeah. with L'Oreal? Are you making a shampoo? Yeah, like right. yeah. what are we talking about here, boys? Like that's that's where I'm at. That's what Derek's like. Put okay. you sad. You're just you just to make the thing. <laughs> so when you were creating our label, you've never done a whiskey before. So when you were designing it and you came up with this like old timey what made you think that i didn't do a whiskey before like when i <laughs> yeah. took a sip and i was like <laughs> <laughs> when you were designing like the old timey did you judge it based off of what you think mike and i would like or did you kind of go off the vibe of it being a whiskey like what was your thought process in designing that we'll throw up a picture so everybody can see it if you haven't seen it already i just like almost glanced i was like where's the, where's the picture? <laughs> oh there's a picture there i didn't see it um i don't know i like i did a little bit of research and like what cool whiskey labels are about because i do that sometimes if there's like a like a new project that i have some time to do some research on um i'll see what the competition is and like okay how can i fit in but also like stand out and be cool so i did that with you guys and um was just trying to get like i know know that you guys traditionally like some like older style Mm -hmm. design um classy 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 um, I I love like antique label art. Mm-hmm. The light went out. Yeah, sure did. This I like is, this is our nightmare. <laughs> it's cool. I wish it was a clapper. Yeah, really. Just um, I like like old like antique label art. So like that's some of the inspiration I found in it. Um, and then I just kind of went nuts. It's like I my design style, if I have one, is cool type and fine detail. So. I try to carry that across everything that I do. So in yours, it was like, okay, let's take the the font that we've already used on all of your stuff for some brand consistency. And Mike's like, what font? Oh, that font. Mm-hmm. Um, take that font, jam it in there, and then what is this? it's actually called Irish whiskey, right? I believe so. Yeah. Did That's you amazing. did you know about that when you chose it, or did you choose it because it was called whiskey? I just thought it was cool. Okay, that's sweet. I don't know. Really I, cool I think convenient. I looked. I think I looked through them, and I was like, okay, like these, like these are the fonts that I have. Yeah. It's, it's a whiskey font, and like that that's makes sweet. sense. So, yeah. um, it looked cool, and then I combined it with some other like illustration elements, and it all kind of tied in. And then it was just a matter of all right. Now we have to fit all the information on there, the extra little details and things that legally we have to put on there. Mm-hmm. Which is cool because it does say drink responsibly, be a good person, and don't litter. So that's that's one of the main points that I wanted to touch on on our label. Which we pre-sold like 80 out of the 120 available, which is insane to think about because now that remaining bottle amount is going to go towards kind of like random walk-ins yeah. that want to try it, which just enhances the entire. Is it going to go? It's going to go distribution to stores. Uh, just Addies. Just one just store. Just Addies. Yeah. Oh, look at that. So having the buffalo theme behind the label I think is going to be one of the largest selling points to the label and I love how you incorporated like Buffalo New York in the top left and right in a very smaller font same font but like small little details all the way down the label and then Buffalo Happy Hour and then you incorporated our taglines of drink responsibly, be a good person, don't litter our logo and then the QR code is like fascinating because I don't even understand how that works 
obviously I get it. You, you scan it with your camera and then it pulls up a link to Safari and you're like, what is this? And then you like watch the clip of us reviewing our own whiskey, which is just mind blowing. But the fact that you're able to do that, honestly, first of all, thank you for everything you've done for us so far. Just because without you, I, I mean, we literally wouldn't even have a brand. Yeah. So thank you. But it's really cool for Derek all of this. It. Yeah. He could have. No, I couldn't. Derek's he like could've. a quarter designer now. <laughs> he could have. I spent like two two days whole just like teaching on Photoshop, De- yeah. teaching Derek how to Photoshop and Illustrator, and then I like started to get like off the rails. I was like, "What if we teach him InDesign?" I was like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> Which was wild. Dial so he, yeah. So he yeah. reached out to me, and he's like, "All right, so I know it's like early in the morning or whatever, but just want to let you know." Yesterday, last night, we went over Photoshop for like two and a half hours, and the stuff I learned is ridiculous. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he just goes into all these things, and I was like, Derek, you lost me as, as soon as you started speaking. I realized really quickly that I would be absolutely the worst college professor because, like, my thought process, I was like, what if we do this, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to go back here, and we're going to, it's like, okay, like, <laughs> I would have to, like, literally, like, write down, like, a curriculum, like, now I understand why that would make sense and why my right. wife should wake, make way more money than she does as oh, a teacher. Yeah. 100%. Uh, and why I wait make more than I should as a graphic designer Absolutely. that just sits there and just draws shit. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, just teaching teaching Derek just basic fundamental Photoshop and Illustrator to like just take the podcast stuff and make it better and not so like the one graphic designer that'll look at your stuff you know every forty six episodes make me throw up my mouth. Yeah, well. It's not even like <clears throat> what you were telling me is, dude, you're being way too like you're putting way too much on this graphic here. Like simplicity sometimes is better. And I think that is that common with people that are coming into the industry for like starting out in graphic designers is they feel like they have to put too much on to draw people's attention where in, when in reality it's kind of doing the opposite. Yeah. I mean, people in general, like, I mean, if they're doing if anyone's creating anything, um, they feel the innate need to fill every last bit of space that they have. Right. So that's what you were doing. You were just like, all right, well, we have the open space. we got to fill it with something. And you don't need to do that because people, for the most part, have a very, very short time like or attention span. So it's like, all right, let's make this easily accessible for them visually uh, so they can read the quick bullet points. Here's what this is. Here's what it's about. And, like a little photo to go along with it. Yeah, well, like can carry on with their day. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's essentially where everyone's at right now. You have, you scroll through Instagram and you need to catch their attention very quickly. And if you don't, you're, you're going to get lost. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I was, honestly feel like, not to cut you off. I literally feel like you are designing something so that someone at a red light understands everything you're trying to put out and then they can move on. And then they're on the same page as you. And we're constantly fighting in, I mean, in everything because a lot of businesses want to put, their entire life story in an Instagram post graphic. And it's like, okay, like I could technically put like friggin' four paragraphs of text in, in this actual image post, but should you? Right. Like that's I mean that's what you're gonna argue with for yeah. your whole life. It's the same thing with like PowerPoints when you're doing presentations. If you throw a big paragraph up on the screen, no one's gonna watch Everyone read it. immediately their their brain turns right exactly, off. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Because yep. they would rather have somebody tell them. And what I was prioritizing was, and for they, some reason, I was prioritizing our faces. And it's like nobody scrolls through, sees our face, and says, I need to watch this video. And that's what you told me. It's like, dude, why are you putting your face 
so much in this screen. Make it like half of that and then put some interesting titles so people can actually click on it. Yeah, because if, if they scroll through and they say like they're a really big fan of Resurgence, they're a really big fan of someone else, they're going to be like, oh, shit, Resurgence. All right. So from your stamp, not to like stroke our own egos, but do you feel like in the last two, two and a half years, we've done a total 180? From where we started to now, I told you he doesn't pay attention to us. I pay attention. I follow. I mean, I follow all the things on social. <laughs> well, that's, I look at that's, all the stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, no, it no, pops up kidding. on my YouTube. I just don't <laughs> click on it. Rude, dude. It's fantasy football season. I got things to watch. Yeah, yeah. Now we've been at this two and a half years, brother. <laughs> fantasy football season is most of my season. Correct. Um, yeah, I mean, 100. Mostly since I made corrections to Derek, everything's yeah. gotten way better. But you, I mean, you guys do a good job. Okay, and we're consistent with it, which I think helps. That's all I care about. I'm just like, a lot of it is because we're realistically the three of us are perfectionists, and we take a lot of pride in our work, and we try to make it worthwhile. So we're not totally wasting our time, especially if we're not getting paid. Yeah. We're not getting paid. So I just, you know, I want to make Please, sure. For like, the love of God, just give them, <laughs> right. send them something. <laughs> just subscribe. But yeah, it's uh, it's free. It. We basically just want the reassurance because we weren't loved enough as children to know that what we're doing is worth it. So, thank you. You're welcome. So, anything else that we didn't touch on? We're already over an hour. Are we? Are we really? Oh, yeah, dude. We're at an hour and ten minutes I mean, to be fair, I haven't seen time in months because you hoard them on me, but that's fine. My watch just told me it's time to stand up. Well, well, because I see him (laughs) 14 times a week. Yeah. What do you do outside of graphic design? Hang out with him. Yeah. I don't know. I'll see you in six hours when we're going to be wearing the same exact friggin' t-shirt to the fucking gym. Yeah, we did you hear about that, too? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I you the and I saw his story because I follow him on social media. There you go. You were underneath the bar on the squat rack. Oh, yeah. We were doing squats in our first see? line Proof. t-shirt. Proof. We just I just rolled through the parking lot, and I step out of my car. I am 100% still asleep, um, and Derek peeks his little head out, and the look on his face, I was like, what happened? He's like, he steps out. He's wearing the same shirt. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Everyone's gonna think we're the sweatiest, <laughs> least athletic team. Like, why are you guys wearing the same shirt? Because everyone at that gym thought they're like, "Man, those guys come." There's looks like nothing's happened. <laughs> why are they wearing the same shirt? <laughs> there's no progress. Yeah, they yeah, actually yeah. went down in weight on yeah. the bar. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why is that guy shaking? Do you why guys have a 35-pound squat bar instead of a 45-pound <laughs> yeah. squat bar? Because we're actually getting worse. Yeah, Derek finally just stopped whispering to No, me. dude, we just do the Smith machine now. We're at zero. Yeah, like, go. okay, I gotta stand down. <laughs> yeah, for the longest time, I was doing this contactless check-in, which I don't understand why they have contactless check-in, first of all, if they're not going to use it. It's this thing where you press the button, it'll tell you that you're here, but you still have to talk to somebody behind the counter or else they'll stop you. And I guess Derek is the only person in Western New York that uses it (laughs) because every person that was running the counter at LA Fitness would never, a sports on, sorry. Yeah, a sports on, get it Was running the counter, would have no idea what he was doing and why he was like in the cube behind them, and he would just be like, I'm here. (laughs) So I'm like, dude, like, he was like, oh, Derek, a curse, I'm here. <laughs> they, they'd have no idea what was happening. I was like, dude, just, just, just scan the QR code and just walk by, just walk by. QR so every, code again. Yeah. So we just, every day when we leave, I'm like, just tell him, just, I'm leaving. I'm like, <laughs> it's okay, I'm, I'm leaving. Weird, so it's weird, contactless, but it, you still have to physically touch a button. So well, there's no, contact. So it used to be contactless. So I check in and then I can walk past them and not say anything. In but theory, that's times, how it's supposed to work. Yeah, two times in a row, 
I walk past them and they go, are you going to check in? I'm like, yeah, I did contactless check-in. That's the whole point of contactless check-in. That's not even the worst part. The worst part was when he would just stand there and wait for them to acknowledge that he Because he, I was sick of being yelled in. at. He checked in and they would just look at him. And it would just be like this really painful, awkward, like <laughs> yeah. he's waiting for them to know what the hell's going on. They're waiting for him to be like, why are you in my cube, sir? And then I'm sitting there like, just God. But like we, so when how we go else to the do you check now, in? Don't you have like a membership badge have, on I your keys? I have a little. I have like a little top. I don't. Don't you scan? I don't. They only had me download the app, so I can't go in without my phone. So he stands there awkwardly with his Derek face. Yeah. When he's waiting, and he just goes, you know no. what I'm talking about that I'm, Derek waiting face. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. But now Tom and I are there at the gym, and we're laughing during our workout, and we're disturbing everybody because he fell down on the bench the one day when I he was trying to bring I weights on my chest. We are the worst. <laughs> Nothing's being accomplished. We are trying our best. We are absolutely trying our best. We're there. Is, yeah, we're there. Sadly, every day we're just like, <laughs> why are we here? Yes. So anything that you've been working on that we haven't talked about? That you're able to talk about? Um, I don't know. Big things coming from all the Buffalo breweries. Like, I mean, Resurgence has big this big stuff coming. Um, Sato is coming out with some new stuff. Um, Steelbound is got some new stuff coming. I just did some cool cans with them. Um, First Line's gonna start canning again. Um. West Shore's got an expansion coming mm. eventually. We still like, got to sit down with him. Everybody, everybody's doing cool stuff in the craft beer industry in Buffalo, and I'm just along for the ride, hoping for the best, and and just trying to do as much cool stuff as I can. Actually, I I do want to talk about one more thing with the collaborations that you've been doing. There was one called the Ballpark Series for the Toronto Blue Jays. Cool. Yeah, can you talk about that because that was sick. That was really cool. That was I don't remember exactly how how it came to me because someone was doing it previously but um through resurgence there's a collaboration that goes every year through the bisons but because the blue jays were here this year it ended up going through them that was resurgence cbw big ditch and flying bison flying bison thank you um and everyone got the same design can just four different color schemes and all the color schemes are based off of historic bison's uniforms um based on who the farm team they were the farm team for Mm -hmm. um so all the like each beer came out with their own can and their own beer unique for that whatever unique for their brewery and that got released to i think just consumers and the ballpark originally and now i've seen it i've seen a couple other places since then but it was it was just cool. Like people were amped about the Blue Jays being here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, professional baseball that was so cool. And then seeing the same thing, it was like the Bills, the you know, circle of the wagons beers. People's at the ballpark, you know, drinking that, drinking those beers, and it just it just was really cool. Yeah. And, you can um, see it on TV when they go to the crowd, and you can see them drinking those beers. Like that's sick. And there was a bunch of other like I think <laughs> Resurgence had like a, a pretty good deal with with the ballpark so like all a lot of the other things that i designed were in the ballpark available too so people that i know that i would see on on instagram they're posting like my stuff I'm like oh this yeah. is so cool this is so freaking cool so i don't know if you can i don't even know the answer to this and i don't know if you can say anything but are there other initiatives in the future that involve these different breweries coming together for something like this ballpark series like is there going to be something similar to that coming down the road that you're working on or no uh, nothing that I know of. The okay. only thing that's cool is 
and somewhat related is the uh, Buffalo News series cans right. that also tied in with the um, with the Blue Jays being in Buffalo. So that was the big league summer can that just dropped like I don't know a month ago, and that was a collaboration between the Resurgence and the Buffalo News where they did an exclusive story and an exclusive can. Um, and I work with the Buffalo News team, and they did a super, super cool drop where they did unique displays in all of cons- uh, consumer stores where they look like old newspaper stands where you just put the quarter in and you got your beer. It was so oh, cool. cool. So they did such a good job on, on marketing it, and it was it was incredible to see because I didn't, I didn't know until after it was released like all the initiative that they had put into it. So there are some more that I can't talk about yet, but there are some more coming down, some more collaborations um, that are just, they're cool, and, and they're going to work with more stories. It's called Stories of Resurgence, where it's like Buffalo's back on the up and up, mm-hmm. and that's what they're focusing on. That's really sick. That has to be cool to be working on that. Do you sign, like, NDAs and stuff, or are you not at that level? I think maybe one. But I mean, I just... You just tell them. I just promise. I just promise I'll be good. Yeah, I, yeah. I think a, a lot of it is just kind of trust between two parties, where yeah. it's understood not to say anything. Yeah, I just I reached out to everyone. I was like, "Hey, I'm going on a podcast. Like, what should I shut up about?" And I know for the most part, like, what I'm not allowed to say and right. what I'm allowed to say, and it's just like you know the things that haven't been announced yet. Like, but there's everyone is has been super nice to me, and most of the part, most of the time, they're like, just say what we want to say. Yeah. Resurgence is like we don't care. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> that's that's resurgence in general. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, Tom, thank you for everything that you've done for us so far. Thank you for being on again for round two. I'm sure we'll do round three again in the future at some point. Maybe the next year. Yeah, maybe two, this will just the be two hundredth episode. Yeah, there we go. Um, so thank you again for everything. Do you want to say anything else, or are you good? No, thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Seriously, thank you. Go check them out on Instagram, Design and Sarcasm. If you do have the need to get a logo done, he won't turn down money, but. He's really busy, so give him some lead time. Yeah, make sure it's worth uh, it. Do you, you have a, you have your own website too, pe- where people can submit their stuff, right? Yeah, it's CavanaughDesign.com. Can you spell it? C A V A N A G H Design.com, and then Design and Sarcasm is the Instagram and the easiest way to get hold of me. Perfect. Well, thank you, everybody. We will see you next interview, Tom. Thank you very much again. I appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. Of course, man. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.